Are you an agent struggling to understand real estate economics? Would you benefit from learning how top agents structure their businesses? Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to another edition of the Nerdy Agent Podcast Business Tip of the Week. Business tip. It's the business tip of the week. Yeah. Um... We don't have Luke again, so doing the intro is a little tricky there, but we are going to jump right in, uh, talk about the InfoSparks part of our business, which is a such an analytical tool that we have access to through our local MLS. Um, so AJ, why don't you jump right in and just talk a little bit about it and how you utilize it? Yeah, so um, for those in Minnesota, you know what I'm talking about, hopefully. For those outside of Minnesota, welcome. Thank you for um, joining us. Yes. If... Uh, if you don't have InfoSparks, you likely have something similar, like a data aggregator on your local MLS. Um, but I want to talk about today because I think it's an important time uh, in real estate, in the econ- economy, and just like how things are moving, um, that we know how to properly use statistics, right? Because I think so many folks go on there and like our default setting is a 12-month trail. So you could like look at sales price on a 12-month trail and you're like, look at prices are going way up. And it's like, yeah, based on 12 months ago to today, but like let's yep. start looking at you know, specific cities or price points, um, you know, over the last month or the last three months. So you can change your trail to be 12 months, six months, three months, or monthly. Um, like when I go to a listing presentation, usually I talk to them about days on market, month supply, yep. which is the amount of time it takes for all the homes to sell if no new homes get, homes get listed. Um, and then like showings depending, which would tell you how many showings does the median home take to go to pending status from active. So right now, an important thing to be looking at is that monthly number. So I'll walk into a listing now and say, yes, if I did a 12-month trail, you know, the median days on market in St. Louis Park is 10, let's just say. But if I look at it monthly, the median days on market is 27. If I look at it on a three-month trail, it might be 24. So like understanding um, how each month is impacting what's going into your total data you're looking at is very important, especially because within the last 12 months, we've seen the rates go from mortgage rates go from 3% to 7% to 6%. So like using today's data has become more important than ever. Um, I do think one thing that we have to be super careful of if you are going to use monthly and you're going to filter things down like that is that you look at the number of closed sales that goes into the data that you're pulling. Mm-hmm. Because like I had one in, I was using, it was a house in Crystal, Robbinsdale School District. Well, I started by just doing Crystal. Um, and the data was like all funky and the graphs looked weird. And I was like, huh, how many sales were there? I was like, oh, 13 sales last yep. month. I'm getting the median sale price of 13 homes. This is not a good picture no. of what's going on in this city. Um, so I backed it out for the whole school district. And, and it's then, greater than 30 for all you statistics people out there. It's greater than 30, exactly. You have to have a sample size over 30. Right. And so, um, again, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think it's important for agents to know if they're pulling data. I mean, we see it all the time on social media where agents will get on there and spout off something super self-serving that they found on somewhere on the internet. And it's like, okay, let's unpack that a little bit, understand, you know, how that data actually looks, you know? Well, I think the point you're making is national versus local is important too, right? So like we've, we've criticized some people out there that I feel like go on social media is like the average sale price is going to go up by 5%, then 8%, then 10%. So in three years, your house is going to be worth this much more. It's like, well, that, that was a guy at the Fed, like the federal level giving national expectations for the whole country. That's not necessarily relevant to your specific local market. 
Um, so understanding what's happened and what might happen is, is really important, but doing it at a local market where you can communicate actual data and how it actually impacts people versus spinning statistics to just get your point across to look good, I think is really important. Um, we even use it like we, we did a Mythbusters, I don't know, a week, week ago. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't really talk much about it, but there's this common belief in Minnesota that prices go up in the summer and then they go down in the winter. We've always said this, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, prices go up in the summer, they go down in the winter. If you look at the, the macro data, that happens, right? Our average sell price goes up in the summer, then it comes back down in the winter, then it creeps back up again the next summer. The question I had when talking to AJ was, is that a function of the same house is just worthless at different times of year? Or is it the mix of houses being sold? So are we just selling more expensive homes are listed during the summer and less expensive homes are listed during the winter? Or is it something different? So we actually used our InfoSparks to break that into different categories, like a 0 to 250, 250 to 500, 500 to 750, like pretty wide bands. And then actually looked at the average selling price of each of those bands and found surprisingly that there's not that big of an impact to sell prices within the individual bands. It's more a function of how many houses are listed in each of those bands by time of year. So you could go back to past episodes have been like, yeah, in Minnesota, the house that you bought in June is worth less in December. That's how it works. It's not entirely true because we actually went through InfoSparks and did the research and found out that it just is an interesting mix of the houses that are for sale that is driving most of that. Yeah, like share of market. So there's like, and and to your point, there's just so many ways you can look at the statistics. And I think too many people just look at a 12-month trail of sale price, median sale price on its face, and they say, prices are going up. And like, here's why we, you know, why we think that's happening. And it's yep. like, well, you didn't unpack all the data and do that like digging in and going, oh, I wonder why this is actually happening or why does this happen every year? Um, so it's super interesting sometimes when you you know start to dig in a little bit more. And you can use this when you see headlines, right? So you go on CNBC, which I'm on right now, actually look at the 10-year treasury, and you can see, oh yeah, housing prices have dropped 8% since June or whatever. That's an interesting headline. It's looked like Beatty and that's the goal. But you can actually go into InfoSparks and say, like, if I look at pricing in this market, this local market, even at the Minneapolis, the whole metro area, how have these different bands of houses moved during these time frames? And you can get a pretty good sense of, like, is that actually true for your market? Is that just a headline? Because um, I found it interesting. I have a lot of clients like, yeah, prices look like they're going backwards. I'm like, actually, year over year, they're going up. Like, we still have inflation in our housing prices versus where they were last year. And so being able to articulate that appropriately makes a big difference in terms of getting people to understand where the market truly is versus where the headlines are telling them it is. Bingo. And that's your nerdy agent business tip of the week. Business tip. Business tip of the week. See you next week.